What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Tabby Podcast. This is where we get to share the inspiring stories of hardworking individuals. We hope that you all can relate and feel motivated from these journeys. Our motto is advance the path you believe in. This is episode two, and we are excited to share the stories of our very first guests in our show. We have the team of Expired Lifestyle with us today. Expired is a new streetwear brand that brings its community together through collaboration and unique engagement. Their presence and interpretation of the word expired resonates with all kinds of people from various backgrounds. Let us see what we can learn from them. Yo, what up? Hey. What's good? All right, so today we got Expire Gain. Um, why don't you guys just start off by telling a little bit about yourselves? So uh, my name is Garrett. I'm 22. Came from the 66 area, Arcadia, if you know. So whoop. <laughs> I'm Ann. I'm from Garden Grove. Uh, just dropped out of UCR this summer. Whoop. So, <laughs> <laughs> so your brand is called Expire Lifestyle, right? Yes. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. So Expire Lifestyle, it originally started from an idea. So it was during our college days. You know, when we're still playing Fortnite. Like but fresh, freshman year of nah, college, would you say? It was Sophomore. actually, uh, I would say senior. Senior, okay. Junior year. Junior, in a way, in a way. Because uh, we have a, another one of our partners named Chris Nguyen. I call him Modak as a mm-hmm. nickname. Yeah, so, you know, he came up with the idea of talking to us about uh, well, starting a streetwear brand with me. And I was kind of interested at the time because, you know, it's like, why not? I wanted to hear what he had to say. So I was like, what would you even call it? And then he called it expired. And I'm like, why expired? It's because no one would ever expect the word expired because expired normally means like moldy food, out of date. So he's like, I want to be something that's complete opposite, like, like a, almost like an oxymoron mm-hmm. in terms of expectations for this brand. So I was like, okay, that's cool. And it kind of originated also because like our Instagram, we used to each like, it was like a joke where we would call ourselves expired foods, like mm-hmm. expired, I'm expired pot sticker. On is expired chicken soup, and my Chris was expired <laughs> rice. Yeah, and it was kind of like a trend, you know. We had other people uh-huh. calling them like expired bun me, expired bolak lock, expired bun sayo, and then it was kind of like a thing in like our college days. Mm. Wow. And then you told me before that you wanted to go for the timeless feeling, mm-hmm. right? With your with your brand, that's why you wanted to call it expired. Mm-hmm. In the in the way, like you know, it first started this idea, and then you know we kind of like discovered more of the company as it kind of just everything started clicking and it makes sense almost coincidentally mm-hmm. yeah like as uh, as time goes um, more ideas are born and then it just all relate to expire because like with the name you can do a lot with the name like our marketing we you know ship the clothes in food packages because when you talk about expired it's it's food related mm-hmm. and then it's also like you know when you talk about fashion most people say oh uh, you look fresh mm-hmm. and then like the funny thing is the opposite of fresh is expired Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's uh, it's really fun the the name. Mm-hmm. So just to give a little bit of background, I've actually known On and Garrett for a couple of years now. I think what, like four or five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah wow. So we went to the same college. Um, we started our brand, Brian, around the same time they started their brand. Okay. Yeah. So we're kind of on this journey together in a way. Um, same boat yeah me and garrett we always talk a lot when we would you know hang out together yeah. about like our brands and kind of share ideas and like our experience and stuff like that yeah yeah i'm actually uh, really tight with max you know like it was like me max jet and then 
Raymond, like we, we would all hang out in the same house, you know, kick it, all good times. And then later as we grew older, we kind of started sharing the ideas that we want to mm-hmm. do for our future endeavors. Yeah. Okay. So um, if I'm not, correct me if I'm wrong, but <coughs> both of you guys uh, decided to drop out of college, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so <laughs> here's, here's my question. When was it kind of like, when did you realize that you wanted to go, you know, you know what? Like, fuck this, all chips, all in. Yeah. And you just decided to go. What what made you all decide to do that, um, I guess you could say? For me, I, like, I never liked school to begin with. Uh-huh. You know, like, I only went to class to take the test. I, I, I just love the social aspect that school has to offer so much more than school itself. And um, toward the end of my college career, like, I started pursuing what I like to do, what I've always wanted to do, which is uh, video editing. So I started putting myself out there on social media and doing all that stuff. And then, so Garrett and Chris launched a brand and uh, they noticed what I was doing and they liked it. So they asked me to become part of the team. So when I um, accepted the the opportunity, I was like, this is it. Like, I don't need school anymore. I'm gonna go all in with um, this opportunity and apply everything that I know to, um, you know, bring this ground up from the ground. And then that's what I've been doing since. Yeah. Wow. What about you, Garrett? So, yeah, I think for me is, uh, you know, I never really liked school in general as well. Uh, throughout my years, like, I've had a few major setbacks, you know. I went through a few, uh, like, complications with my life, you know. But, you know, I was as I was going through with it during my fourth year, I kind of just started realizing, like, for my, my uh, career path, I didn't really need school. But I was only going through mainly just because, you know, I wanted to make my parents happy, you know, they yeah. wanted me to do it. I actually wanted to drop out earlier, but I just I just held it off because I wanted to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And then later on, I kind of just realized that, like, don't get me wrong, I don't regret going to school because I think without going to college, it gave me the one thing that I needed, which was the connections. Mm-hmm. It gave me the knowledge and intellectual in terms of the, stre- the streets and the career path that I would be able to meet with so many people because without college, I've never met on. I would have met you guys. Yeah. And that was like the one crucial factor with me. That's kind of the, I think that is the number of reason why I stayed in college. That was just kept telling me to go. And then when I saw that I had the opportunity to leave early on the chance because I already got everything I needed and got enough exposure that I decided to just take the die and do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy because I know Brian and I struggle when we're in college we struggle with staying in college too <laughs> like, so close to yeah to <laughs> be like that sometimes yeah i think i think it's kind of funny because even when i graduated my major has nothing to do with what mm-hmm. i'm actually exactly doing my yeah. nine-to-five job so mm-hmm. i mean it's kind of different <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what that's one of the things that i uh, hear a lot too one of the reasons why because uh, a lot of people that graduated um, there's like, oh, what I'm doing right now has nothing to do with, with my major. And they're like, oh, it, in interviews, they don't even ask about your school and stuff. So that's just one of the reasons, you know, mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I think in today's world, like, I feel like having street smarts, having actual experience is more important than just academics because, you know, getting an A in bio isn't going to help you succeed in the world. Yeah, especially like, I feel like a lot of these companies just want you to perform it doesn't really matter what school you come from it's just you got to produce these numbers and if you're able to do it you're able to do it Mm -hmm. but i mean besides that i mean i really respect that you know anyone who's really dropped out of college and Mm -hmm. decided to go all in 
Um, yeah. You know, you guys have my support 100%, mm-hmm. and it's like real respect, you know? Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank I, you. I would never be able to do that yeah. <laughs> personally, but like... Hey, you know. but you completed it. That, that's a hella props to you. Yeah. 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 I but definitely think there's like pros and cons to both of it, but I think like for... Uh, you guys to just like follow your own path. I think that's like the most important part. And I think yeah. it's crazy because Expired has been gaining a lot of traction yeah. recently. Um, if you guys check out their IG, right here. <laughs> 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 but but they they produce some awesome content. You know, uh, it's very unique. Uh, especially, I love how you guys. How did you guys create that idea of your platform? I guess like on IG, how they're oh. all kind of connected. Oh yeah, super uh, cool. That that's yeah. one of the cool thing too. I it's I feel like everything is just coming together because the even how we um, do the layout for Instagram, because mm-hmm. our vision for the brand is to bring people together and to inspire people to just do what they love. You know, yeah. Like building community and we, the 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 Instagram everything is connected with each other. So it's kind of like our way of showing that like we want everybody to be connected. We want to bring mm-hmm. everyone together. And then yeah. without one picture, the other one's not going to look good. Yeah. 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 I also want to mention like if you check out our Instagram, these are all photographies that we have. It's it's to like represent all of our adventures, our experiences, the lifestyle. type of the lifestyle, mm-hmm. the different people we meet and what we do is like we make it into a form of art. Yeah. As a way of showing people what we've been through as in a type of experience. Yeah, so so yeah, it's like it's more than just the clothes. It's it's about the people, the lifestyles, um, the experience. Too. Yeah, because you guys mentioned like you one of your uh, like the backbone of your company is building a community, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you can, could you guys like kind of speak more to that? Yeah. So uh, some of the principles. It's not just a community. We kind of our core principle is creativity, collaboration, community. It's like what I call it, like a triple mm-hmm. C. <laughs> triple C. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. C game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know how it is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's because yeah, because community is because like you know a lot of brands out there they like to portray as like oh like we're hype we're unique because like we're clean top quality you know everyone says that but mm-hmm. you know I don't see many brands that try to be more interactive with their community you know mm-hmm. because in the end the people that support you are all people and you know we want to see them as equals. So, like, we all love to give that open opportunity mm-hmm. to, like, let them feel what we feel. Because that's why we created the word expire game. Because anyone that supports us and with us, we want them to be a part of our movement. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and express through our social media and through videos, you know. And as we get more and more people involved, it, it like it's, like, kind of, like, bringing the team and group, like, bigger and bigger, you know. Just, yeah. like, a, like, a big entire family. Like, yeah, yeah, we can inspire, like, um... um I, like, from my college experience being in an organization, a fraternity, uh, the same one with Matt and Garrett, you know, like... are all in the same fraternity? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I learned oh, I learned <laughs> about how, like, um, the, the kind of impact a group of people can make on an individual. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, so the Expire Gang is... Um, our goal is to inspire people to follow their passion. And then as big... As, um, as, as the group grows bigger, you're... Uh-huh. You, you can, you know, push your... Um, movement better yeah 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 yeah. you definitely keep evolving i think i think the best part is about like the journey it's like you're obviously going to see the process Mm -hmm. and you are going to see improving you know like you guys were nothing compared to now Mm -hmm. from where you were now than like a year ago yeah it's all trial and error (laughs) i mean that's kind of why we wanted to do this podcast too you know we see our progress 
we see everyone else's progress and we kind of want to make those progress like in a way public yeah. want to let people know and that's our way of inspiring people you know mm-hmm. document the growth yeah yeah i respect that's, that that's mm-hmm. nice, yeah. so what would you say would be kind of like i guess like an obstacle with yeah. your parents when you guys were telling them that you know you know what i'm gonna go all into my business mm-hmm. like you know, it must have been a lot of family drama at that. I feel, I feel like because <laughs> we're Asian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if you're Asian, you know. So with me, my family background is like uh, I actually have a family business mm-hmm. where we do imports. So I was already in kind of in the fashion game, but I didn't want to always be like living in the shadow of my parents. I wanted to create something myself, and you know, it was. At first, it was kind of shocking for them because, you know, all of a sudden I come up with like, this idea mm-hmm. that I want to bring top quality apparel and stuff. But when our traditional business model from my family business is we ch- sell like mm-hmm. off-brand generic shoes mm-hmm. for like three bucks a pop. Okay. So this is like a completely different spectrum from what it is now. And, you know, it took some convincing, you know, but I showed them like I tried showing them my vision as possible. Like I showed them my uh, partner's work, like what he's capable of, you know. And I told them, like, this is what I really wanted, like, because I wanted to create something out of myself. And, yeah. you know, like, I want to be able to have that self-independence showing that I created something out of my own rather than, oh, I inherited my parents' business. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not, I don't want to do that. Like, I want to yeah. be self-made. Amen. That's tight. What about you, on? <laughs> uh, for me, um, it's kind of a good and bad thing. I've never been close to my family, so I all of the de- decisions I've made in my life is just up to me. So when I dropped out, it, I just did it. Um, they they did have some concerns. They're just like, oh, go finish it and stuff. But I just show them like everything that I've been doing since I dropped out, and um, you know, it. They're like, yeah, I guess you're fine. But then like my my goal is to you know just get my shit straight so that I can take care of them and my little brothers soon enough because uh, my little brothers like one of them is uh, is 18 now the other one's like 14 so I want to you know get my shit together fast so that I can I'm able to um, show them the path yeah. so they don't yeah, have to yeah. struggle lead by example yeah because yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're not sure what they want especially the, the middle one he's mm-hmm. not sure what he wants to do either mm-hmm. and then right now I don't have enough time to help him but one day soon hopefully yeah. <laughs> yeah i think it's really cool how your community you guys are going very depth because mm-hmm. i feel like a lot of other companies that go like wide yeah you know mm-hmm. they kind of like scatter themselves out mm-hmm. and then they don't actually build like a solid root and a foundation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i guess when did you start to see a community did you see it like right away or was it kind of like so it, for sure it wasn't right away you know it first started within riverside actually so you riverside. know yeah once we re- released our first collection we short shared with riverside oh by the way we all went to riverside well went to school lived riverside. in riverside <laughs> Riverside. <laughs> we'll continue on <laughs> yeah so like you know our origins come from riverside and then you know we utilized like what available resources we had you know because in the beginning you want to be able to utilize what you have available before you really try to like globalize and expand into different markets. So we just use what our resources that we had and we reached out to Zetas, Zeta Firo, and then we just shared it with them and then we would share with all our friends. So it was actually our friends that supported us in the very beginning Mm -hmm. because you know, they bought our merch, they like mess, I don't know if I can cuss or they, 
Go ahead, they, dude. They, they, <laughs> I fucking cuss. <laughs> yeah, like they fucked with our brand, and then um, they were just what rocking it, and they supported us. So it, it yeah. was like kind of like a, inspiration, you know. In, yeah. in the beginning, for sure, it was it was pretty hard, you know. Like not many people knew about us. Yeah, yeah. You know, we weren't sure what we we're doing. There was a lot of mistakes being made. A lot yeah. of things were like spontaneous, mass, last mm. minute things. All the marketing was done with an iPhone too. Mm. And we actually just got an equipment like last month. No, mm-hmm. two weeks ago. First, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What equipment? The camera. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Oh. Yeah, it's my first equipment too. Hey, the first yeah. one. How yeah. much was it? The the whole thing is a thousand dollars, including mm-hmm. the lens. That's a so really that's nice camera, affordable. though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm super excited to make content with this. Yeah. But um, the community, yeah, the whole community idea, um, we came up with this with it because we grew from a community ourselves. You know, mm. from a frat. Yeah. And like the whole, you know, fraternity taught us a lot about brotherhood, lo- loyalty, teamwork, mm. and like how uh, an organization can change a person. So when I, you know, when we came up with this idea, like we want to change people's life, we want to inspire people. Mm. And like the, the best method is to have a community, uh, you know, that mm. someone can look up to. Yeah. 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 Man, that's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> What's one of your early struggles, you would say? Uh, you want to go first? Early struggles? <laughs> I guess early struggle, a, lo- a big thing was just the whole technical process of setting everything up. Mm-hmm. That was for sure a thing just because, you know, I think when I created this company, I actually didn't know anything about streetwear, to be honest. Yeah, us it, too. It, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I didn't know, I have a fashion sense. I went to Marshalls or Ross to shop my, my clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then uh, what... You, and you know it was like I, I ended up going to a trip to China and then I kind of got exposed to a, a giant market well it wasn't but it was like more of the rep market but it kind of made open my eyes to like what is out there in terms mm, of yeah. streetwear fashion. and fashion and then after that like I kind of like grew a better understanding of how fashion works because now like, I, I'm looking at StockX Nike newest drop shoes streetwear I like I, I look up all these brands and and it's crazy how I learned so much when a year before, I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, word. There's always learning to do. Um, my uh, obstacle, it's definitely time. It's always, it, it always has been. Um, but, and I overcome it by just prioritizing. Uh, sometimes I just have to, you know, like cancel stuff on people, which I feel really bad about, but it's just part of what I have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's time. Time management, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's only like so little time in so a week to time. do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, especially me. Yeah. I mean, I think all of us, I think especially when you're working a job yeah. too, mm-hmm. you know, you come home, you wash the dishes, and it's already like mm-hmm. yeah. 9.30, 10 p.m. <laughs> no, it's for real, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so what's like a, do you guys have like a iconic moment where you guys realize like, okay, like this is it. Like this is the shit that we're going to keep building on. Yeah, we so have multiple. We have multiple. So <laughs> I think one thing I uh, really enjoyed was okay. Do you Is want multiple or do you want like? Yeah, multiple? just 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 say all of them. So like, so some things include like our first ever pop up at a on a school campus. I mm-hmm. think that was a very exciting thing because that was the first time we set up a, a temporary brick and mortar store. You know, for people to really see us in person rather than just on the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, but I think our fr- my very first one was when we had our first launch party where it's like it was kind of more of like a, a celebratory event where we kind of invited everybody that we were able to come across me collaborate and 
we invited them all to this party and you know we set it took a lot of setup you know it was also a lot of last minute things but in the end of the day when i looked at that party and i saw i was like i saw how big we built this community of like not just like it was like a lot of micro influencers a lot of uh, people and it's just like it was such a crazy thing that i was like yeah and we built and that was during our like a fourth or fifth month or no the third or fourth our expire launch party i think it was recently this wait is it it was like in it's the summer, august i think august yeah it was yeah. in the summertime and then yeah it's from that four or five months like it felt like we were li- from where we started like things were rolling right yeah it was yeah. it was rolling like mm-hmm. we, the support was real mm-hmm. um my favorite moment was I think it's the first pop-up shop too. I remember I was like really nervous and mm-hmm. uh, anxious because I was like, oh, what if no one shows up? Yeah. But a lot of people showed up and um, there's a lot of like um, random people that pass by and um, they, they actually haven't heard about us, but then they like the clothes, they mm-hmm. like the design. So that's actually a good thing too. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. And then as they get to know us more, we tell them about this whole you know, vision, the whole community thing. And they, they just fell in love with us and they bought our stuff. So that sale went really successful. Uh, and then since then, we have been invited to um, other pop-ups. Um, so like um, DJs and um, yeah. I, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, we did collaborations for uh, HB mm-hmm. Productions. So yeah. for their From Flavors a, concert, yeah. that was our first one. Also, we collaborated with Yatep, Omos, and Sarisuk for their No Feels or mm-hmm. the Feels concert. And then, you know... We were set up right up in the front where everyone saw it and it was just so yeah. much exposure. Mm. And uh, also people come up and they're like, oh shit, I see your stuff on the on social media. Yeah, yeah. So that makes me super happy too. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we, we have more to come. We actually had one yesterday too on a boat. So that was an HB event. Mm. And like as the day goes by, yeah. we just meet new people that show support and mm-hmm. it, it just gives us the motivation to continue. Yeah. yeah. So when you guys, uh, <coughs> like obviously... When you guys market, is there always like one specific person or is it both of you that kind of go out? Because, for example, Charles and Max, you know, they kind of live out of L.A. So Mm -hmm. in order for me to meet like other business entrepreneurs, clothing, uh, like CEOs, like I have to go out majority of the time to meet these connections. Mm -hmm. Is there do you guys both just roll together as a unit or is it more of? on doing it or so you most of the time we go together mm-hmm. yeah usually um, we when we uh, meet up with the people through igdm we yeah. set up a schedule we go to the specified date that we're gonna go shoot yeah. and then we usually have like it's not even like it's like they're not even like people who like get paid or anything they're just yeah. like people they from just Inspired support gang and they, they're like photographers and models that just come through to like just join us yeah and then every time they come through they bring someone new and it's like oh hey let's shoot okay. and then like how we, we 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 don't need you to be you know a model to take pictures for us like uh, we just want you on there we just want to know your story mm. um yeah that's so, right um yeah so 80 percent of the time like we go together but then sometimes like he does his legal business stuff you know manufacturing he meets up with um uh, designers and stuff so he does that on his own time and mm-hmm. uh-huh. And then sometimes I do stuff on my own too, but most of the time we go together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. After yesterday, which we saw each other yesterday, and I had no bad. <laughs> we took a picture together, and I, uh, <laughs> I didn't even know that was you. <laughs> I didn't even know that was you too. <laughs> I was just so assed out from that yacht. I know. Yeah. That was, uh, okay. Good times. <laughs> um, what are some 
tips you guys could give people out there that are trying to build a community because i think it's pretty special that you like the way that you guys are building your brand you guys are you guys want to build a community so like what are some tips for people out there well i mean when you run a say for example when you run a retail store right isn't customer service like a very important thing Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like you're treating each customer with like the utmost, utmost attention to give them what they want and like just to satisfy them. So how we take it is like we treat everything like maybe like a transaction or like like a, it's like a customer, but they're not a customer, of course. They're like our yeah. s- supporters. So what we would do is when we go up there, we take everything on a personal level because we want to get to actually know them rather than just like, oh, hey, you bought our stuff. Cool. Thanks. And then you just stop talking to them. No, yeah. we want to make it more like once like once they hear about us we want to know about what they like to do what they strive for because in the end that works for us because we want to be that platform mm-hmm. for people who they always want to do something but they don't know what to do or they don't have that like uh, ambition to like take that next step to pursue what they really want to do yeah. and we want to be that guy to make them put their foot on the door is yeah. that the community is like it's like um, the community is like, in a way it's like giving people courage to do it. Yeah, it's like leading by example. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so for my advice for people who want to build a community is, well, I think I was able to do this because um, I wasn't afraid to share my story. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I talk about me dropping out openly. I talk about my struggle. Mm-hmm. Like I I I'm not a I used to be a really you know horrible person back then and I grew a lot and I, I'm not ashamed of sharing it to people and I talk about my change and like what you can do to change yourself mm-hmm. what you can do to make your life better uh, you just have to be genuine and honest um, and you start with you know your close friends you start with like a small group and then if uh, that the group will grow so that's how you grow a community mm-hmm. um, it does I don't think it works by just you know going on social media and be like oh join this community yeah, yeah, you have yeah. to really like care about do it, it. Right? Yeah. yeah yeah especially like when you're meeting them out in parties and stuff. I feel like oh. it's all about like the jab jab hook. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you jab a couple times and then you know when there's a favor you want to ask, mm-hmm. you gotta throw that right hook. <laughs> You'd be surprised at how many people like go through the same struggle. Like um, yeah. most of you I talk to, they 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 agree like about you know our our perspective on school and everything. Yeah, a lot of people agree with that. You you just have to ask them and just be openly open about it. Mm-hmm. Now, was there any time where you guys kind of got kind of fucked over basically by another person or like it, it be due to a business just in general like within the company yeah within within or, or like outside outside I, yeah i guess in terms of my experience my would issue would be i guess in terms of supply so the thing with me is like when I tried doing overseas for the first time, the thing with ordering overseas is like, and these aren't just like, these aren't like people like I've met or like I've yeah. met. So like on my trip to China, you know, like I came across this uh, supplier that I thought was like a little too good to be true because, you know, he was offering me great rates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was relying on him because, you know, I was told by one of my partners that this is the guy that I can rely on mm-hmm. for my future drops. And I guess when I started relying on him, he just never gave, like, left me on red, didn't yeah. give me my messages back. And then at that point, it put me at a, on a hold, which kind of led to delays in our yeah. collections. Exa- exactly. That's exactly what, yeah. what happened mm-hmm. to me and Max yeah. and Charles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charles can't be here today because uh, not enough mics. <laughs> 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 it's actually right over here. Yeah. You want to pop in real quick? It's cameraman today. 
He's actually injured. Yeah. Oh. Ah! oh. <laughs> 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 Alright, it's okay. Um. What were you saying? I forgot. Getting fucked over. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No, because like managing relationships with manufacturers is always hard. It's it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, especially I think when they see you as a startup, they mm-hmm. kind of don't expect anything yeah. from yeah. you. So why would they kind of exactly to you? Mm-hmm. That was one of the fa- challenges that we faced. Also, that was one of our early struggles. Uh, yeah. Also, I think another thing is like the language barrier, because even I was born here and then I didn't learn Chinese, and mm-hmm. then you know when I'm talking to them in English, they I guess they don't really take me seriously because. I get and t- because of that they can in a way take advantage of you. Yeah. Because in in they're just like oh it's just some guy who is trying to order like the most minimum quantity. Yeah. But you know you have to understand that we're a startup we have we we're the ones that have to sell it piece by piece. So. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like a com- common struggle like between yeah. most a lot of startups. Yeah. Yeah, but after that you know I keep it L A. L A. Yeah, down. So we're gonna make our stuff in L A. now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Is there any like new markets that you're trying to hit? Well, uh, maybe like Oregon or you know. So actually, uh, <laughs> some of we've actually got a lot of cold market penetration in terms of like customers we've never met before. We've had yeah. people from Massachusetts, New York, even Washington. So it's like wow. we don't know where these people are finding us, but yeah. it's like going around, I guess. And then we have models actually from East Coast that just like love our stuff and rep us. That's so impressive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, I, I think it's crazy because like you know. Originally, the outlook of our company like it attracts a lot of uh, Asian American college yeah. students, Asian Americans. It's more oriented towards that, but then we have a lot of different other uh, demographics that uh, support mm-hmm. our brand. Like we we don't actively look for a, a demographic to target. If if they come, they come, and we welcome yeah. them. Uh, like we just like to grow what we already have and just strengthen it, and then um, people will come slowly. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I guess one of my last questions, um, if you still have any after, is where do you see expired in five years? Oh my god! I think <laughs> I this. So I I actually I actually really look up to the brand Gymshark. Um, I like mm. I think I got my, yeah they they do the same thing. They have a community. They have a strong presence with uh, media and stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so that's in terms of um, the marketing and the uh, community part. And then as for fashion wise. I like Off-White. I like how Off-White do their stuff. Mm-hmm. So I want to be as hype as Off-White, mm-hmm. but then also have what do what Gymshark does. Mm-hmm. Like I, we want to be cool, but like approachable cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They do. They do really good marketing. Yeah, Gymshark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah every, I agree. Every girl has a pair of Gymsharks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause one thing we do is like we don't do restocks, and because like we want to stay exclusive. You know, there's there's some brands out there that like. Um, in the originally, I thought I was trying to sell it to like uh, retail stores, like you know, PacSun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, no hate for them, but yeah, 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 I, yeah. I wanted to keep it very exclusive and more local, so that it just kind of grows from there. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, well, once an item run out, we don't remake them. Right. We mm-hmm. usually make like what fifty items. Yeah, it usually r- ranges from like twenty five to fifty per. Uh, color yeah, yeah yeah and people are actually like asking us to remake like some items that are sold out now but, but it's just like a different yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah so that's really cool to see too it's yeah. like wow mm-hmm. um yeah i guess well 
that's it for right now yeah um, yeah thank you guys for uh coming yeah. out by the way oh yeah thank you guys for inviting us to yes yeah. th- it was very interesting i'm looking forward to future block podcasts yeah yeah this was fun and like see this whole thing grow mm-hmm. this is gonna be uh well we just had a podcast with expired lifestyle mm-hmm. uh, with garrett and on uh what both the co-founders mm-hmm. of the company and yeah yeah and then uh next couple weeks we're gonna have some more exciting guests just stay tuned. We got a schedule. Stay tuned. Mm. Stay tuned. <laughs> Peace. 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 Right, three, two, one, and we out.